Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. HIV is still an issue in Montgomery County. The more open we're able to talk about HIV, we treat it like any other health prevention. PrEP stands for pre-exposure prophylaxis. People who are not HIV positive who may be at high risk for contracting the disease. This is a good choice for you. It's just a way for you to sort of take control and say, I'm going to do this to protect myself. Do it for them. Do it for you, Montgomery County. Learn more about PrEP, the HIV prevention medication. Visit doitforyoumc.org. everybody welcome back this is believe it or not volume 14 of the drunk on ice pod where we're talking all things hockey we've had to move on from our hometown team ignore the logo up above my head tonight we are literally just talking hockey we're actually going to talk like real hockey not the bullshit we watched all year long um but it's 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 your regular everyday crew right no guests tonight getting back to basics jay talk to me tell me what's going on brother i mean honestly i live for this show uh you and i got great chemistry yeah. i tell you all the time i love working with you no. one of the most humble people i know no. and uh we got a great thing going here right very Damn, underrated bro. i think we're under the rate i think we're under the radar and as you said, lately we've kind of delved away from the hockey and, and kind of started focusing on the Phillies, obviously drunk on the Fightings. But, uh, you know, beans that, you know, it's playoff time. You and I kind of were talking offline and, you know, we thought, you know, why not talk about real hockey? And what yeah. what what real hockey is supposed to kind of look like? And, right, like like Jay. It, it, in all in all honesty, like what the the whole idea about this was like be excited about our hometown team. That dissipated very quickly, <laughs> and the middle of the season, you know, it started to become the. If you haven't seen our new drunk on broad merch, for those people who are listening. Um, we dropped some new merch. Uh, we've got a, uh, a friend of the pod shirt with the logo embedded in there. Um, but we've also got uh, a new shirt that basically is the recycling sign of always looking forward to the next season. And it didn't take long for us to, for you and I offline to be like, uh, at what point do we start just going Phillies every other week? Um, but you know, in trying to get back to the roots of this particular show, you know, the playoff hockey that's been happening this playoff season, Jay, has been just incredible to watch. It really does show you how far away 
this franchise is from being in the echelon of some of the teams that are competing right now? Yeah, I mean, I I know we're going to get into, you know, the playoffs and ha- how it's going, but I think before that, I kind of – I've been gushing lately about the Tampa Bay Lightning, and I, <laughs> I believe – Rightfully so. I, I kind of feel like you took the words out of my mouth, Jay. It's almost like you know. I I remember back. Yeah, you know, obviously I'm 45, so I'm a little older than a lot of the folks that watch the show. But I know you're you're close to my age, but not quite. I'm 42. I'm, I'm the old man in the room. But anyway, I remember watching back in the day. You know, late 80s, early 90s, those Bulls teams and. The Bulls were the actual last professional sports team to win back-to-back-to-back championships. And it's crazy, but Tampa Bay is one series away. If they win this series, you know, East Conference Finals win the Cup, they're one series away from going back-to-back-to-back, and nobody's talking about it. Like, I, I mean, you hear, you know, bits and pieces, and, you know, sometimes you'll see it you know, a tweet here and there, but I don't see the Tampa Bay Lightning get the same love that a lot of the people give the New England Patriots or, as I said, that team, the the Chicago Bulls. And, you know, obviously maybe Tampa Bay doesn't have a player like uh, Tom Brady or Michael Jordan as far as, like, on that level of, like, you know, notoriety, but they've had over the years and over the long haul, they've had a bunch of great players. Some of them, you know, we could even consider elite, but it's crazy because so I kind of started going back and I just, I I did a quick some research. And so I just want to give you some stats just to show you how unbelievable this run has been. And, And don't forget, this even before 2014, this team won. That's my sister. What's up? <laughs> there we go. So before 2014, the Lightning actually had quite a few good seasons prior to that run where they yes. actually won the president's trophy. So we're talking, they were sustained even before that. But I only did a two, you know, basically 10-year history from 2014 to now. So okay. They got 384 wins during that time period and only 185 losses, which is a 675 win percentage. Wow. 817 points, which is basically on an average 102 points a year. Okay. They've had one president's trophy, two first place finishes in the Eastern Conference, mm-hmm. three second place finishes two third-place finishes, and then one fifth-place, okay? During that time, they've had three Stanley Cup appearances, obviously two conference final losses, a second-round loss, and then only one of those years they didn't qualify. And in that, they had the two championships. Now, I get it. A lot of people want to come out and say, I I had a couple people trolling me saying that it's not the same and – you know, COVID, it, you know, kind of changes things. And can we really look at it the same way? And I'm going to tell you, yes, we can, because when it comes to the playoffs, it's still 16 wins that you have to get. Hey, look, listen, any, anybody that wants to come with all the, you know, it could have been this, it could have been that, it was COVID, it was bubble, it was, everybody was playing under the same scenario. It's not like the Tampa Bay Lightning played in in a in a more advantageous scenario that made it easier for them they played through whatever the circumstances and maybe even more difficult to play in the first season which was the shortened season the second season which was the bubble and then now which has been kind of like a hybrid of both so they they've kind of navigated all three of those scenarios with ease and Jay, the thing that's alarming to me as you rattle off those statistics is 
the idea that 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 those averages are over the course of a decade. Like that's just not like a three year stretch while they won. That's over the course of the last 10 years. And it speaks to a lot of the stuff that we talked about in a cut, you know, in, in previous episodes in terms of their consistency to be able to navigate and negotiate the cap, manipulate the cap to be able to create advantageous situations to keep players on or add players to their roster. I like to me, I think the only reason why Tampa doesn't get the love that the Patriots, the Bulls, is because for whatever it's worth, hockey is a it's a second tier sport. In terms of the fact that there are people that love only hockey and those people know their shit and they know it inside and out, upside and down. A lot of the people that love all sports, it's normally the third or fourth sport, which I think is why people are less likely to say, oh, they're like the Bulls. Oh, they're like the Patriots because they don't have the notoriety. They, they, they have within the sports, within the hockey community, I think people would absolutely draw those comparisons. In the entire sports community, I think it's it's because it's hockey. If that makes does – that, does, that, does that resonate at all? Your dog seems to approve. My dog's approved. They're chasing the cats. That's okay. No, no, no it absolutely resonates. Um, I, I, and I, I guess yeah. what I'm getting at is I, I just feel – thanks, Chris. I, we Thank appreciate you, you man. Lo- yeah, love you, brother. Um, it, I, I just think that they're not appreciated enough and they're not Agreed. getting the love Completely. that yes. they deserve. And, 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 you know, you mentioned, like, being able to manipulate the cap and, 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 you know, vice versa. I'm going to tell you the one thing that I believe that they do better than anybody in professional sports. And that is player development. Yeah. We talk about how around this, you know, in our local teams, how we struggle in those areas. You know, we think of the Phillies and the Flyers are the two that come to mind in, mm-hmm. in a big way. I mean, Absolutely. The, Eagles, the Eagles have been guilty of it to a certain extent as well. You know, you know, sometimes by position, when, you know, we talked about wide receivers. But I think Tampa Bay, it's not only that they draft well, because it, it's one thing to be able to draft good players. And, you know, when you're bad for a certain amount of years, you you draft from a, a, a better talent pool, per se. I mean, it's not every year where a generational player comes out. But when right. you're drafting in the top of the draft, you're generally getting to pick the better players from that pool. But Agreed. at the end of the day, you can draft these guys. But if you don't develop them and get help them progress and become ready to play in the NHL, then it's a forgotten, you know, it's a forgotten thing. You see it where they get not only the guys that they draft high, they draft guys, some guys, second, third, fourth rounds that are prominent players on their team and have been for a very long time. Yeah. And I think that they just have, a knack for that. And I don't know if it's, um, you know, scouting, but I know that Steve Yarzerman is obviously no longer there, but he was the architect obviously. And, and they've just been able to continue like a fine old oil machine. Now I, I'm looking for Stevie Y to kind of do the same thing. Okay. For it now. So I'm kind of curious as to see how they do in the next couple of years. Cause I've, I've kind of picked them as like the next team to rise up, but I agree. You know, it, 
I think the bottom line is, and, you know, obviously we're not going to spend the whole time talking about Tampa Bay, but I really felt the need to just, you know, it's just amazing what they've been able to accomplish. And if they do win, and I'll, I, I'm not going to lie, I'm actually rooting for them because I'd like to see a three-peat. I, I think it would be, you know, it's something that's unprecedented. It doesn't happen mm-hmm. hardly ever. So, yeah, no, I listen, listen, Jay, the, the way that they were able to, navigate that series against you know against Toronto and be able to you know come back and win in game seven to me the more impressive part even more impressive than being able to come back and win game seven against a team with a guy as talented as they have in Austin Matthews is the way that they basically did whatever they wanted to against Florida. I mean, that, that to me was almost more impressive the way that they're able to, I mean, Tampa to be able to sweep Florida with as much offensive firepower as Florida has. I was just that, that to me kind of blew me away. I mean, I got, I can't disagree. I, I was kind of blown away when I saw that they swept. I, I, I thought that that series would definitely. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. You know, at least go six games. Um, Florida, you know, has all year has been a you know really really solid team, and 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 Toronto. But like you said, I I think that's all the more reason why we we need to praise Tampa because they're not just beating you know mediocre teams; they're beating the best of the best. Because I I think we'd all agree that it was probably Tampa, Toronto, and Florida as the best three teams, and that's you know they beat both of them. Right. So obviously, uh, you know, now we're going to be seeing who uh, they're playing. Obviously, you know, um, hopefully, who do you, who do you, who do you oh. think? Well, Jay, funny, funny you mentioned. Chris is asking who. What? What? What are your? What are your thoughts? Because in terms of a series. The Carolina Ranger series, the the fan environment. I'm watching the game the other night when they're playing in the Garden, and as much as I hate New York and hate New York sports, the environment on a on a fan level at the Garden with a game that's important. I mean, there's a reason why athletes thrive playing in these environments, especially in the garden, in a game, in a playoff game, in a game that's like, talk to me about, talk to me about that series. I mean, I like both teams. I, I think coming into the year when we, way back when in episode one, when we did mm-hmm. our, uh, you know, season preview and and you know we kind of gave our picks and yeah uh where we thought you know teams would be the rangers were actually my dark horse you know to make the cup so i you know i'm not surprised because i i I did pick them to be a dark horse uh however I, i think carolina there's something to be said about them over the past few years they've been a team that quietly just keeps surprising yeah. Because they're not a they're talk about a team that's like the epitome of the opposite of like Tampa. They have they really don't right. have any big name players at <laughs> no, all. No, not at all. And I love yet, I love Brenda Moore as the coach. Wow, and so do I. I mean, who does I mean anybody that's watching, I know my sister's watching. I, I'm sure she uh remembers Rod Brenda Moore. I yeah. mean she's oh a little God. younger than me, but she still grew up in, you know, our era of hockey. So I'm sure she does. 
Now, my nephew, Michael, if he's watching, I don't know if he knows the name Rod Brindamore. Um, maybe he'll comment on there. But hey, Jay, that, that's where you got it. That, that, that's your job. That's my as, job to teach. That, as that's, your, that's your job to bust out the VHS tapes of Spectrum Flyers hockey and show them what used to be, what, what got us running down Broad Street. Ugh. I remember when they traded Brendan Moore and I was so pissed off. And then I heard, you know, I remember um, being crushed. Well, I heard the rumors of why he got traded and I still never know if that ever got really resolved, whether that was true or not. But anyway, I remember when he got traded. And then of course, obviously Keith Primo uh, did some great things here too. So I really couldn't complain down the line. But, uh, yeah, Rod Brindamore, excellent player for the Flyers. And he's definitely uh, – his system that he runs with Carolina, it's definitely uh, successful. Yeah. So, I, I, I mean, I'm still going to go Rangers because I think the goalie is uh, phenomenal. Yeah. Um, But uh, it could go either way. I mean, right now, what, it's 3-2? Three, it's three, so, so, Carolina Carolina's up 3-2. Yeah. So um, I mean, they play tomorrow night, eight o'clock. Does Carolina can Carolina close it out or does it go game seven? I, I think I mean I think it's gonna go seven. I, I think the Rangers, like I said, I, I think they have a lot of firepower themselves and, and, mm -hmm. and that goalie I love uh just, oh, uh, I mean like talk about like we talked about it before how the, the Rangers just keep they keep just popping out great goalies. I mean, you know, Mike Richter obviously is was a legend. Yeah. One of my favorite. I mean, I, I think wasn't he from Flowertown, if I'm not mistaken. He, Jay, he grew up three minutes from my house. Okay, yeah. It was Flowertown, I think. Yeah. So he yeah. is uberly local. Um, but always a great, always a great guy. you you could when he retired, you could periodically find him like at like Wissahick and Skating Rink, or you could find him over at like there's a there's a rink over uh, by like Springside Chestnut Hill. You could find him over there. He was always in in and around the neighborhood, but like a to total great guy. Yeah, um, absolutely. But I, I would love, I think I would love to see to me personally, like I would love to see the matchup between the offensive firepower that Tampa has to go against the Rangers and to go against Sisterkin and see what really matches up. Like, is it, can you just have a goalie that is just going to be able to stand on his head and carry you through a series? And Jay, I'll quote you, you, you were one that had mentioned that middle of the season, that Sisterkin is a guy that could carry a team that maybe didn't have as much offensive fire. But now, obviously, the offensive production from the Rangers has hit the uptick. But it's a guy who, you know, could carry them in a series. I mean, Shesterkin is what I wish Carter Hart was. You know what I'm saying? And, and the funny thing is, and I'm not saying that Carter Hart can't be good, but – the further we go along in the process, uh, you know, I know we had Jesse on uh, a couple weeks back when we talked about, you know, kind of the Flyers' outlook moving forward. Mm -hmm. it, it, you know, he, he had mentioned something interesting that, you know, it, it's possible that Hart won't even be here because, you know, he's, you know, by the time the Flyers are ready to contend that they they'll probably have already moved on from him. And, and, and listen, that, that could be true, but it's, it's tough because Shesterkin – it, it, you know, he, he's a guy that is basically, you know, we talk about an upper echelon goalie, eh? but, but Tampa Bay's got their own version of that eh? because Vasilevsky, I mean, what he's done over the course of his career. And it, it's funny because he realistically is still young, but he's considered a veteran. He's been in the league like seven or eight years and he's, he's right. Still be like 27 so that's and that that's wild it's wild to think that he's that that he's that young but has that much experience but it just shows you that these uh 
What's up, Mike? What's going you got on? Got your boy checking in. I got a lot of people checking in. I'm hey, happy. We got. Hey, listen. We got. Hey. We we friends, love comments. Listen. Oh, listen. tell them to drop their comments. Drop, <laughs> drop the comments in. We'll be talking Ray Liotta soon. That that'll be that. Well, we won't spoil it anymore. <laughs> um, no, well, I, I I definitely would like. I, I think it's going to be Tampa Rangers. I think they're going to win the next two. Okay. Uh, and then, I, I I agree. You know, so, it'll it'll be uh, that'll be a fun. I mean, either way, it'll be a fun series. It will be. Uh, now, we got a lot going on in the West. And uh, we got well, Jay. It, I mean, in the West, has what? What we the first time Jesse was on, he was a guy who didn't put a whole lot of trust in what McDavid was because they had not been able to show that success in the playoffs. They've kind of gone the other route there and proved him wrong um, in a sense where they Edmonton and McDavid have been incredibly impressive. I mean, McDavid, like the, the, the production that you got from McDavid and dry settle in the regular season has literally just carried over into this, into this postseason. Um, I mean, the two of them are, not just leading the league in playoff points, but leading the between the two of them, they have 26 points and 25 points respectively. The next closest guy is another Oiler at 15 points. So they're 10 plus points above the the third the third highest scorer in the playoffs. So not only are they winning, but they're winning and doing it impressively, especially in this second round against against Calgary. But those games, Jay, I don't know if you stayed up late to watch any of that late-night hockey, but that was some impressive hockey to watch. Well, well, and that's the thing. I mean, not only – you know, we, we talk about it all the time about how during the playoffs – I don't think there's any other sport where the intent back where the intensity goes from zero to 20. It's like, actually let's say zero to a hundred. Okay. I think all the other sports, you know, there is a uptick when it comes to playoffs, but I think hockey, it's even more so than the regular season. And I, 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 I've gotten that impression over the years of watching the sport. And that's why a lot of times I, I don't mind when I miss regular season hockey because it, you know, a lot of times it's, it's mundane. And, you know, sometimes I don't want to say they don't try, but there's not the same energy level. But when you go to a playoff hockey game, I don't care if, if your team is the worst team in the playoffs, that intensity is fierce. Jay, every goal, every shift, yeah. every dump, every chase, Everything means something until the game gets out of hand. But even in what the, the one game that Edmonton and Calgary played, that was what nine six, nine seven. I mean, I think the 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 craziest stat that I heard, Jay, the over under in that game was one and a half. They had three goals in the first three minutes. So yeah. if you bet if you bet the over in that game. You, you were you were banking money in the first three minutes of the game. Well, they're both teams that could score. I'm shocked that the, the over under was that that low, right? Uh, that 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 seems like a you know either a a, a, a miscue by whoever set the line or right or you know just maybe somebody was trolling or something. I don't know, but um, yeah, I, I think Edmonton, like you know, listen. We always say that, you know, sometimes, you know, we're the harshest critics and, and we're going to tell it how it is. And I think, you know, to a certain extent that that, you know, that statement is true that, that that Connor McDavid really never has done anything in the playoffs. But listen, things can change. 
And I, I think, you know, obviously, if you look at that team, nobody, nobody is on that level as far as scoring. So no, God, no. I, I think they definitely can be in any game. It's just always been a question mark at the goaltender. And you know, obviously he's been able to get them through and they're in the conference finals. Now, who are they going to face? Obviously Colorado's up three, two and Colorado was my favorite from, from the West to, to make the, you know, the, you know, the Stanley cup. So that will be a tremendous series to watch. Matter of fact, I will be glued on that because yeah, that, the, you have I mean, so much star talent in that. You're like you said, you mentioned all the guys on Edmonton at Colorado. You got, you know, I mean, you're talking well. about McKinnon and Maker, and you know, uh, you got Landeskog. You got uh, oh god, who am I missing? Uh, yeah, not Kadri. Like that game, the the conference finals are going to be fun to watch. It both, 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 both of them are going to be the. They're going to be if you're a hot if you're into hockey. Obviously, playoff hockey is much watch television, but like. If, if you're into hockey, th- these are must-watch games um, to be able to see who matches up. But I I love the prediction, Jay. Uh, I, I think Colorado is a team. Now, listen, they're playing uh, they're playing Game Six right now, and the Blues are up two-one in the second. So we'll see what happens. But th- that that could be another series that ends up going seven Game Seven. You know, they'll play game seven. Well, that'd be Sunday afternoon, probably Sunday night. Um, but I think, you know, to answer Chris's question, the next round, Chris, next round is going to start, you know, next uh, sometime the beginning of next week. You'll start to see those those uh, conference final games pop up. Um, Jay, any other uh, any, any other note, notes of, of playoff hockey you want to you want to touch base on? Now, I'm just wondering if 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 any of those teams have ever faced it, you know in a, in a uh, conference final. I'm wondering if Edmonton has ever faced Colorado. Colorado. Hold the phones. You're gonna check it up, Jay. Filibuster fill, while I do some uh, yeah. in, in in pod research. I mean, obviously, you know. Looking at the goaltending um, of the teams that are left, I would say, you know, numbers-wise. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hear that? That's the sound of a patient whose health data is protected from a cyber attack. And that, that's the sound of a financial system that's digitally secured from bad actors. Right now, there's an invisible war being fought on a digital battlefield that impacts what we do every day. That's why at Paraton, we do the can't be done to help protect the vital systems we rely on. Because if we don't, the alternative is unimaginable. Paraton. Ranta is has the best goals against at a one nine nine, and Vasilevsky's right there at two two three. Um. So the the Oilers and the Oilers and Avalanche have not faced in a conference final, um, and I don't believe that the Rangers and Tampa have faced off. So. There, there is an opportunity that you could have, you know, I'm sure they've probably matched up at some point in the playoffs, but not in the Eastern Conference. How about Edmondson and St. Louis? Not that I know of, Jay, because the last time I remember Edmonton in a conference final was, was that like when they faced the Flyers? Are you kidding me? It's been that I, long? Uh, it might be. 
Edmonton. Holy smokes. That's going way back. 87? Uh, here we go. Playoff. Uh, so they won championships in... 90, 88, 87, 85, and 84. So 90 they were there. So 90. Last time was the last time they were in the conference finals. So I guess they had to be St. Louis. No. Wild though, right? I will it's, say it's, I, it's cool stuff. St. Louis would be a huge upset, and you're saying that they're up right now. They're up, they're up two one. I guess um, they're a team that, you know, they won the cup a couple years back. So you know, they're a riding, team riding, a, riding a hot goalie. Haven't really lost, you know, a step. Um, yeah. I mean, it just shows you hot goalies can win in the playoffs. Like, I, yep. it's one sport where, where you could have one position just kind of take over. I mean, I guess you could say the same thing about, you know, the NFL, like with quarterbacks, because we've seen some quarterbacks where they dominate in, in you know, in the Super Bowl. Um, but I don't know, man, that, that, that's going to be some fun hockey. Oh, truly. I, I, I would love to see Edmonton, Colorado. I, I, I just think that has all the stars. Um, I agree. I agree, but that'll be, that'll make, you know, in, in two weeks, Jay, we'll probably be talking about. Stanley Cup, obviously, whatever that Stanley Cup matchup will be, will be obviously be a lot closer to that. Um, I would just like to be able to see a playoff game for the fire, man. Well, Jay, set your calendar for so uh, <laughs> for 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 spring of twenty thirty seven. You and I, you I, and I'll be. <laughs> hey, listen, I, I hate I hate to say this, but Jay, they're they're further away from being competitive than I think anybody wants to actually admit. Yeah, it's frustrating. But it it could happen sooner. I just don't know. I, I it's hard to see a way out of that, and I just don't know. Um, I mean, who would you say at this point in time, if you had to choose a con Smythe, obviously this it's not over yet, but who would be your con Smythe? I mean, listen, at this at this point it's really hard to it's really hard to argue against McDavid or Drysaddle the way that they're I mean they are producing points light years above anybody else. It's hard. Like, I, I, what's the playoff? Me, what's the playoff record for points? Are they, they have a shot at breaking that. Obviously they probably do. I wonder what I mean, it they're, is. They're, they're at, they're at is 26 it, points. Is it Wayne Gretzky? If I had to guess Jay, I'd, I'd, oh, I'd probably gonna, say it's Gretzky. I'm going to look it up. I lost um, Google during a show. <laughs> I love it. Uh, Lemieux. And Wait, how many? Uh, that was points in it. Lemieux was uh, most points in a playoff game. Eight. He had eight in a division finals game against the Flyers. Okay, yeah, it is Gretzky. I knew it was. Yep. 47. Well, they definitely got a shot. Two more God. series? Two more series? Yeah. They, 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 they got a shot, especially if the two of them are producing together. But that's ridiculous, dude. Yeah. It's crazy. I mean, Gretzky actually – and that just shows you I, – I, we had a thing the other day on trending as far as uh, Mount Rush how about sports. Real, real quick, how about this? In the top – uh, in the top 10 playoff career, playoff year point totals, 
Gretzky has number one, number three, number four, number five, and number nine. Yeah, that's what I mean. It, it, it's, I, I, that's why I say, because I, 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 we had the, uh, the Mount Rushmore of sports, and I know it's hard because you got golf and you got boxing and, and there's so many other guys. But, like, to me, like, I always say, like, Wayne Gretzky was, like, light years ahead of any player in his sport at his time. Like, there wasn't even anybody, like, half as good as him. No, not at all. Like, and and, and it, and it was kind of like that with in basketball with Michael Jordan. Obviously, now LeBron, you have the argument. But I still think Michael Jordan, you know, I look at his prime years, and I, I still think he, he – I always have him ahead of LeBron just because I think LeBron's more of a product of, of longevity plus the super team mentality where he just kind of goes here and there. But, I mean, that's an argument that you could probably have all day. But Wayne Gretzky, like I said, Wayne Gretzky, uh, I know a lot of times people have Mario Lemieux as the outlier and mm-hmm. they say that he's he was better than Gretzky. I, I still think that Gretzky um, – Overall, it's just what he did in his body of work was, you know, unrivaled. He's definitely in my he's definitely in my tops. If he doesn't make the Mount Rushmore, he's top six athlete of all you know all time. I mean, it's I agree. Not even an argument to me. Um, but yeah, I, I, but for, I wonder but playoff, playoff hockey. And Jay, we didn't talk about this the first the last time we spoke. But how many like the fact that in that first round. You had all of those, all of those series that went to Game Sevens. You had five Game Sevens in in that first two rounds. Like that was just incredible stuff to watch. So I'm just excited for the the intensity of the playoff hockey is only going to get better. It's only going to be more. So make sure you're tuning in, ladies and gentlemen, in two weeks when we're talking about the Stanley Cup. Absolutely. So. Jay, with that, we're going to transition to a to a I won't say a a fun topic, but a but a a a, an, a topic that we can pay homage to uh, an actor that fulfilled a ton of great notable roles, um, and a guy gone way too soon, Ray Liotta, uh, you know, essentially just passes away in his sleep uh, this week, so. Jay, we tried. I was trying to come up with some, uh, maybe not like I won't say best roles, but like just some of my favorite roles uh, for for Ray Liotta. So, I think the one being that we're you know, a lot of the topics that we talk about sports related, you know, his role as Shoeless Joe in Field of Dreams, like. What an incredible – and he doesn't have a ton of lines in that movie, but just the presence alone is just great. Oh, I loved it. I, I mean, I could just see it now. I, I remember and, – mm-hmm. and that was like, you know, what year did that movie come out? Oh, man. He, he was – he looked really young in that movie. Was it 85? 89. Okay. 89. Yeah, but he just, just just captured the the idea of where that player could be mentally having experienced the 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 life events of Shoeless Joe. Just, just, just a, a, a cool, but right uh, to go to one that I see that's on both of our lists. To me, his best performance as an actor has got to be one of the best movies of all time in Goodfellas. Oh my god, man! Karen, like, I. I what mean, are you doing, Karen? That stuff he, was worth sixty grand. That's all the money we had. 
dude. Like You're legendary. It, I mean, Henry Hill, like he played Henry Hill better than Henry Hill. Like it was seriously, honestly, honest to God, it, 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 it's basically, you know, we talk about the creme de la creme of <laughs> your wife's making fun of you. <laughs> um, no, it's definitely the creme de la creme for me, as far as Ray Liotta roles. Um, obviously he had a ton of great roles, but you know, the way that he played Henry Hill, the character, just the vibes that he gave off and, and the fact that I always said that he was always one of those guys that, you know, in that movie, you had so much star power that, you, that, you know, that he, that he was competing against. So you had obviously Robert De Niro yeah. and you had Daniel Joe Pesci Gino, Joe yeah Joe Pesci I I mean you had so many guys and obviously Joe Pesci and and uh you know Robert De Niro get all the clout all the time because of these mob movies but for me I thought that in that movie I thought Ray Liotta played the best part like I just think, I mean, just what you, your, your, your line there. And I, I remember like when he's in the, you know, when he's in there and he's like, he's got the cocaine and the helicopters up, up above the, up above the house. And he's like paranoid and he's like freaking out and like looking around and just every scene that I, I could just remember. And he just played that part to the T. So, you know, even with his, uh, you know, the accent, he had the great, you know, accent. I, I obviously he's Italian, but he he just played that part miraculously, and I I loved it. Well, Jay, there there is something that you'll recognize. You and I will both recognize, and I'm gonna I'm gonna share it because it's a mashup of. A, a famous call on, on in our Philadelphia sports lives combined with the scene where it, it's the, the radio scene post Lufthansa heist and just, uh, just an incredible, an incredible mashup. Oh, we got to skip through the YouTube ads. This is so awesome. I love it. It's awesome. It's awesome. The just just to hear that, Jay. It's just incredible. But it, it just it, it speaks to the 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 ability of that that scene to have everything in that movie come together just just incredible. Oh, I agree. I mean, so Jay, some some of the other ones you 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 have some some other stuff on there that I didn't even think of. So. Uh, so some stuff from from Hannibal from from uh, so go ahead. What 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 are some ones you want to share? Yeah. So to me, yeah, obviously I had my favorite role. Obviously was Henry Hill and Goodfellas, but I think a role that he played that kind of goes under the radar, but it, it 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 may have been one of his best performances as well was his role as Paul Krendler in the movie Hannibal. Yeah. So for those that didn't watch the movie, I don't want to, yeah, I hate like sometimes when we do these, but listen, if you haven't seen Hannibal by yeah. now, it's been out, what, 20 years. Jay, um, Jay, you're, you're, 
the, yeah. when, when, when there are two decades in between when it came out and when we're talking about exactly. it. Exactly. It's not, it's there, not there, my there, fault. There, there is no spoiler alert. If you haven't seen it by now, it's your fault. Not yeah, Exactly. But anyway, <laughs> the movie Hannibal, uh, obviously, you know, is the sequel to right. Silence of the Lambs. And, uh, you know, obviously, the main part, the main character is, you know, that plays Hannibal, obviously gets all... It seems like, to me, a lot of the roles that Ray Liotta... He doesn't really play, like, too many of the starring roles. He, he plays a lot of the the secondary roles. But a lot of times, I think those, you know, in movies, like, the starring roles get overhyped. And they get all the glamour and the notoriety. But it's like, True. if you really look at movies... A lot of times, it's the secondary characters that really make the movie. I mean, I can look at Batman, uh, The Dark Knight, and that movie absolutely, you know, The Joker. I mean, that was nailed by you know. Now I'm forgetting. How do I forget the guy's name? That's like a, an embarrassment. Who are we talking about? The Joker, the guy that played Joker in in Dark Knight. Oh man. Heath Ledger, yeah, I, I couldn't. Listen, I'm guilty. I had a brain fart. It's all right. It happens. But anyway, yeah, Heath Ledger to me, you know, obviously made that movie, and he, he was, right. you know, obviously wasn't the main character. But anyway, Ray Liotta plays Paul Krenler. He's basically the CIA director in charge, and right, um, you know, you have Agent Starling. Who is obviously my favorite character in the movie. I, I I don't know how she can't be. I would agree. First of all, she's beautiful. And second of all, I just love, you know, I love a, a female, you know, detective. I, I just love it. I love how. Yo, she... some, some of my favorite characters, some of my favorite detective characters from Law and Order. Some of the female characters, so. A absolutely. So, anyway. Paul Krenler and Agent Sterling, they have like a some shame because Paul Krenler obviously is hit on her and you know wants to kind of get in her pants. Right. You can tell that the whole movie, and it's like right. there's just a conflict between them. And he's such an asshole. <laughs> like that you're you're almost like, man. You, you hope something bad happens to this guy. But anyway, like one of the most famous lines that he has in the movie, it might be one of his most famous lines other than his lines in Goodfellas, is, is a point where him and uh, Starling are sitting there and Agent Starling says something, or he hits on Agent Starling and she says, oh, no, you know, I, I would never do that. Or basically like, I would never date you. Doesn't say that. Right. And then he comes out. Says it, but doesn't say it. Yeah. And so his, his response to that is don't flatter yourself, Starling. That was a long time ago. Why would I hold that against you? Besides this town is full of corn pone country pussy, <laughs> but the way he says it, it's just like the delivery. And, and you would think like he would get a reaction from her and she kind of just like blows it off. And that makes him even more, like you could tell right. he's pissed off at this point. Oh, yeah. Cause he's like, what do I have to do to like get this woman to like me like that? So anyway, <laughs> they're going yeah, at it. There's gotta, so much you're trying there. too hard. Yeah. And he's such a jerk. And I want him the whole movie to have something bad happen. And then of course the very end of the movie, uh, it is kind of graphic, but Hannibal Lecter basically, Cuts his head, drugs him, cuts his scalp off, pulls the head off, and you see his brain, and he's basically <laughs> cooking his brain while he's alive. It's so crazy it's so thing, it's, but like, it's I, so like I said, up. great part, and and he played phenomenal, you know, in that movie. So definitely, that that to me was one of my standout movies for him, I and love it. you know. Another one that I think a lot of times gets forgotten is Copland. Now, Copland, yeah. 
See, that's one thing I will say though. All the movies that that he's in that he's not the main star, there's always a ton of stars in the movies that he's in. So that's that has to say something about him being picked in a lot of these movies. Like Agreed. because there's always a bunch of stars. Like uh so Copland, you got Sylvester Stallone, Ray Liotta. Yeah. Uh you got Harvey Keitel. I mean like it's a star-studded cast, but basically in Copland, he plays Gary Figgis, who's who's a cop, and uh, in that movie, uh, the police chief Donlin, who's played by Harvey Keitel, his son kills two African Americans, and then he tries to plant a gun, but the paramedics catch him, so they kind of try to. Uh, they try to do a cover-up. Gotcha. And so during the movie, Stallone is the good cop. Or he's actually a sheriff, and he's trying to, you know, get to the bottom of this, and he knows it. And what I liked about uh, Leota in this movie when he plays Figus is that he kind of plays the middleman. Like, you could tell that he has a heart and he cares about Stallone, but yet he's got to protect, you know – the investment of in his, you know, he, you know, his, his, his leaders, because obviously he's under, right. I tell. So he, he's playing the whole movie. He's playing like, it's kind of like devil, devil angel. Like yeah. part yeah, of yeah. him wants to do the right thing. And part of him doesn't. And that part of the role, it, it, it was awesome. Like the way he, you could tell he's like fighting himself like during the whole movie of like what he should do or what is the right thing to do. And that's kind of why that movie kind of stuck out to me. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I just had a couple other ones that I can mention. Like um, he plays uh, the mob boss, Marky Trapman and killing them softly. That's yep. not, not as big of a mob movie. A lot of people don't remember right. that, but plays another mob character mm -hmm. there. And then another movie that he plays in he seems to play in a lot of these roles where it's like these cover-ups he's in quite a few police movies like not just mob movies but like dramas mm -hmm. yeah and the one that i saw and I, I saw it on demand and i actually watched it twice because i was like blown away about how good it was once again don't hear a lot about it but in this movie you got channing tatum you got al pacino so yeah, many, you got a lot of stars. Just so many stars, but yet, like I said, Ray just always seems to play that character that like always stands out. And so yes. in this movie, uh, it's sort of the same thing. Like he's the police chief in this one, and he's in charge of the cover up. So right. uh, and Channing Tatum's this young, you know, hotshot cop, and he's coming up through the ranks, and there's conflict there. And I, you know, obviously, I, you know. Not going to really say how it ends, but no. the, exactly. the important part that I got to is that Ray Liotta does phenomenal job as an actor. He does. We're definitely going to, yo, miss him. Oh, most definitely. Like I, I, the, ironically, one of my favorite roles that he plays is in a movie that my kids love. Right when he plays himself in the B movie, and he's on the he's. On the stand, being uh, he he's under you know under prosecution for you know his farm that he is having unsafe work environments for bees that have to that are only used to produce like just but he play the 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 even though it's a it's an animated role still plays himself still plays that mob ish bad guy kind of thing it's just. He took a, a again a very ancillary role in the story and just played it really well. So definitely a guy gone too soon. Definitely someone that uh, you know the acting community will definitely you know miss. So yeah, now he apparently uh, he apparently just finished a, you know filming a, a movie, so it's going to be coming out. And yeah, theme obviously will be post mortem, but yeah. Um, uh, you know, I'll definitely have to check that out. Just Most definitely. I always watch anything that he's in. And 
I didn't even. Oh, the other one that we didn't mention that he was in recently was the the Many Saints in Newark, which was the oh, Sopranos. Right, 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 yeah. Sopranos, uh, basically, uh, you know, based on the Sopranos, uh, mm-hmm. and he played a great part in that too. Like I said, it's all it's always the ancillary position, and it just seems like he thrives at that. Yeah. So it's great. It's, yeah. So Jay, listen, final thoughts. What do you think? Final thoughts. Well, um, I think this is a good time to shout out. Um, I'm looking forward. I'm going to be, you know, I I had talked, discussed about it before, and I'm going to be dropping uh, a podcast very, very soon uh, on mental health and addiction, and it's called uh, Hate to Feel. So that'll be coming very soon, so be on the lookout for that. I know, you know, you'll be joining me uh, quite often. Almost oh, definitely. And uh, I'm looking to have a lot of people. And you know, I'm, you know, I, I'm, I'm asking, I'm begging. You know, if you want, if you're, if you're interested, reach out to me because I, you know, I really feel like this is going to be a difference maker in the community. Um, you know, helping people, and and that's what it's about. So, look for that very soon. Um, Sports and metal, we've kind of taken a little hiatus, just a couple week break. Uh, you know, we've been kind of busy. My partner Aaron's been busy mm-hmm. too. So we just figured we'd take a little mini break and then we'll be back at it next week. Uh, we, we have a nice guest lined up. So nice. That'll be uh, this week. And uh, obviously, you can check me out on the morning show uh, with Phil. We're killing it. It's a busy, <laughs> Every it's a busy schedule. And I know you got a lot going on with your stuff. Yeah. So. yeah. So, yeah, I mean, listen, you know, as far as, you know, final thoughts go, you know, obviously with everything that's going on this week, um, you know, check in on your people, right? The, the, we, you know, you and I have endlessly mentioned the, the mental health piece and how important that is. Um, but check in on your friends, check in on your people. You know, if you got to go visit them, go visit them. If that's a phone call, a text, whatever it is. Um, and, you know, my, my heart aches for the umpteenth amount of people that have been affected by not just this, but over the course of the last uh, decade. Um, so I would also, you know, encourage you, you know, the you know, keep keep those families in your thoughts, in your prayers. Yes, they need those. Um, but a lot of this change is not going to happen in order to keep schools, supermarkets, churches, places of worship safe unless we start doing something about it. So I would encourage you not to just, you know, just do the thoughts and prayers, but get in touch with your local, you know, your local politicians, get in touch with, you know, the people that you can try to get some effect and effective change in order to keep everybody safe. Um, Because I don't think we want to live in a world where we're, you know, fearful of going to the supermarket or going to church or God forbid, going to school. Um, So check in on your people, but, you know, be play an active role in this um, because it, you, you can, you can make a difference. So with that, you know, we're, uh, we're, we're here every, you know, every other week talking hockey. Um, I would encourage you uh, at some point, you know, if you want to check out the link tree in our, in our bio uh, to go over and check out the the sponsors, you've got streaker sports uh, looking at all of the, uh, the vintage, defunct leagues, defunct teams. Uh, you've got La Terrain watches. You got Shocked Energy, which is our our energy sponsor. Rich and I uh, are going to be uh, taste testing samples uh, on uh, on Tuesday or Wednesday night, whenever we do the episode. So, uh, you know, go check them out. Team Clicks is obviously our uh, our, our official eyeglassware sponsor. Um, and then go check out our merch. Uh, our, our new our new merch, uh, life as a Philly sports fan, you know, a, a, every every season is a, is the opportunity to wait for next season, um, 
and then we got our uh, our friend of the pod shirt. So uh, you know, if you're interested in supporting our our, our stuff, go check those out. Uh, but you know, really appreciate everybody tuning in, and we'll uh, we'll check back in with you. Uh, see you when we see you. Everybody have a great week. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hear that? That's the sound of a patient whose health data is protected from a cyber attack. And that, that's the sound of a financial system that's digitally secured from bad actors. Right now, there's an invisible war being fought on a digital battlefield that impacts what we do every day. That's why at Paraton, we do the can't be done to help protect the vital systems we rely on. Because if we don't, the alternative is unimaginable. Paraton.